What's up, Pro Silly listeners? Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the podcast where we talk about true crime, the paranormal, and the interesting things that I find online. Hosted by me, a comedian slowly becoming a cat lady. Yeah, my love life is garbage. So I, <laughs> so far, I have um, I have one cat, but no love life. So it's a matter of time. <laughs> I have some uh, awesome news. First of all, uh, before we before we get into it, my second YouTube channel, Paranormal Blacktivity, has reached its first milestone. We have earned over 100 subscribers. I just um, I just started this new channel, so that's that's pretty good. I just need I just need to uh, to get the content up there and uh, and keep working. You know, my first YouTube channel, professionally silly, hint hint, same name as it is in here, uh, is really it's close to 10,000 subscribers, and I think I think it right now it's a little over 9,200. And on the road to 10K, Smile Squad, you feel me? That's what we're doing. Now, have you guys, I'm not sure if you guys have ever, like, watched my videos on my channels, but if you have, let me know on Twitter, uh, at It's Pro Silly, you know, I-T-S-P-R-O, Silly. And, um, yeah, okay, on with the on with the show. I just wanted to brag about the milestone that I've reached. Yay me. <laughs> you know, whenever I have good things happen. I gotta share it, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of bullshit going on in this world right now, so it's it's kind of good to have something to be like, yay, about, you know? Oh, also, guys, this past Sunday, I uploaded a video with my buddy, EJ. He's been a guest host with us here for about three episodes so far. Um, which one? It was the This Is Why Women Make Better Criminals, um, the Drunk Experiences, and the Cleveland Strangler uh, episodes. Those are the ones where he joined us for. And he's a lot of fun. He really is. And he'll definitely be back for future episodes. So don't worry about that. So if um, I had to, I had to bring him onto my YouTube channel and punish him. Yeah, I brought him onto one of my YouTube channels, the Professionally Silly YouTube channel, and I punished him. Yeah, one of my subscribers, because apparently they love me so much. You can't tell, but I'm, I'm throwing down air quotes. Apparently they love me so much that they sent me a bag of spicy ass chips, ghost pepper chips to be exact. Yeah, man, them shits was hot as fuck. Okay. (laughs) The challenge was that the two of us uh, would try to eat as many of those chips as we could in one minute and whoever uh, ate the most won. Now, I, I tell you what, my tongue was pissed as fuck at me. <laughs> my tongue was angry, okay? Now, make sure you guys, if you haven't seen it, make sure you go ahead and check out that crazy-ass video. I'll be sure to put the link down in the show notes below, and you can enjoy uh, visually watching me in pain. So, have fun with that. Pretty much the entire video is me doing this. <sighs> That's the whole video. <laughs> this whole video. So last, uh, last week, we talked about one of the most terrifying childhood urban legends ever. We discussed Bloody Mary. Now, I, I shared a few Bloody Mary stories along, along the way with some um, information about the real Bloody Mary. So it was a very interesting episode. And yeah, she was a real person. And her entire life, well, it sucked. It sucked for a lot of fucking reasons. It really did. So we discussed exactly how she earned her nickname, Bloody Mary. And if you haven't heard that episode yet, honey, chow, when I say you need to check, check that out, take a look at that, take a look at that. I, I really couldn't even find my words. When I say you need to tick, tick, my, uh, my brain just shut down for the end of that sentence. Sorry, guys. It happens, man. It happens. This week, uh, I had, I had an idea for a really good episode. It's something many of us have experienced in life. Road rage. Yeah, road rage. You heard right. I found some crazy road rage stories to share with you. And maybe, maybe you will, I don't know. Okay, let me ask you this. When you have road rage, okay, there are different ways to show it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you hit the steering wheel because you're, you know, you were cut off. Maybe you laid on your horn a little longer than you normally would. Maybe you just yell and curse in your car with the windows up, or maybe you're one of those people who actually gets out of the car to confront the person you're angry with. 
You don't even have to be the driver of the car at the moment to experience road rage. You don't. <laughs> I know there have been several times where I went the fuck off, okay, on a dumbass driver from the passenger seat. Like I wasn't. Sometimes it wasn't even my car. <laughs> you know. I'll even share um, towards the end of this episode one of my stories, one of my road rage stories. <laughs> That actually involved my mother, a young couple, myself, and a parking spot. Yeah, shit got heated, y'all. We're going to talk about that. But first, I would love it if you guys would give me a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts, because this would really help me out, because um, when I get good reviews, it puts Professionally Silly Podcasts in like this algorithm that will suggest us to more listeners looking for a new podcast. So the more good reviews I get, the better chance my podcast has reaching more listeners. So help your girl get from the bottom of the totem pole, okay, towards the, like, the part that's right above the bottom. I'm trying to move on up. (laughs) If you haven't already, uh, take a listen to my older episodes and share your thoughts about them on the Professionally Silly uh, Twitter page. It's called It's Pro Silly. I-T-S-P-R-O, and then the word silly. I also have an Instagram page for this podcast as well, and it's also called, it's also called at It's Pro Silly. My word, I need some coffee, I'm tired of shit. (laughs) And uh, from now on, the Instagram page uh, will have photos and or videos pertaining to the episode, so take a look along uh, while you listen, and let's have some fun. All right, yeah. Also, guys, uh, you can leave me a message or text my Google Voice number as well and share your opinion on the episode. Or if you want to just text me something else, that's fine too. You know what I'm saying? 805-664-1828. I literally had someone text me the other day and say, hi, is this a real number? It's like, yes, it is. I, <laughs> I don't have fake, why would I <laughs> have a fake number for you to contact? So yes, 805-664-1828. Okay, guys, it's time to rage. Road rage. Hey, big boy. You got something to say? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, hang on. Hey, big boy. Yeah, so I'm filming, eh? Yeah. You fucking start running to me, then you start filming. You fuck. You fuck. You fuck. You fuck. You get out the car and throw some punches. Come on, cut. A 50-year-old man, come on. And I'll knock the fuck out of you. All right. Knock the living fucking Christ out of you. Yep. You fat cunt. Get out of the fucking gym. Touch me again. That's all. Fuck off, old mate. Come on, motherfucker. Get out the car. You need to relax. Get back ah! They tell me to relax when you need to fucking start. You fat cunt. All right. Fucking dog. Fat cunt. So before we jump into the stories themselves, let's talk a little bit about what road rage is and the different types of aggressive driving behaviors that there, that there are. Now, according to Geico.com, you know, the insurance people with the cute little lizard and he's got like an Australian accent. Oh, he's adorable. Love him. All right. So road rage is actually, uh, it's aggressive driving. You know, it, 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 it pretty much is. Uh, it can take uh, forms in, in in lots of ways, like tailgating, weaving, and speeding. It happens a lot. They say about nearly 80% of drivers expressed significant anger or aggression behind the wheel at least once over the course of like the prior year. That's what they're saying here. So it's uh, it's kind of scary when you think about it, but road rage is violent anger caused by the stress and frustration involving in a driving, uh, involving in driving a motor vehicle in uh, difficult conditions. I hope that makes sense. I forgot how to read for three seconds. It happens, but that's pretty much what that is. Everybody knows what the fuck road rage is. I shouldn't have to explain it too much, but there are many road rage factors, uh, running late, sometimes running behind for a meeting or an appointment can cause drivers to be super impatient. Um, then you've got traffic delays, like if there's like heavy traffic or you're stuck at a stoplight and or you're looking for a parking space or maybe even like passengers, um, you know, they get really kind of pissed off sometimes. <laughs> like, like, for instance, for me, when I told you that I can get really mad, even though I wasn't the one driving and I'm in the passenger seat, well, perhaps my energy, you know, kind of uh, helps 
I guess, form the anger that the driver maybe didn't have before I went the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? It, it can definitely be a little contagious is what I'm trying to say. You know, um, disregard for others and the law. You know, some drivers may think that the rules don't fucking apply to them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it's, it's what it is. Now, there are also people who are habitual shitty drivers, okay? For some of them, aggressive driving is the norm. You know, I mean, they just go around doing whatever the fuck they want to do. And then another, another, um, another road rage, road rage factor would be, uh, and, uh, ooh, excuse me, <laughs> over here, uh, hiccuping and shit all up in your ears. Another factor, uh, would be like, sometimes drivers feel like well, they probably won't see that the other driver again. So they feel a lot more comfortable, you know, acting like an idiot <laughs> behind the wheel, you know cutting people off, tailgating, you know, excessive honking, uh, laying on your horn, making uh, fucked up ass gestures. And there are, like I said, many different forms of road rage, honking in anger, making angry gestures, yelling, tailgating, cutting off another vehicle on purpose, uh, trying to block another vehicle from changing lanes, getting out of the, getting out of your car to confront another driver, which I've done. I'm not proud of that. I've done it. I'm bumping or ramming another vehicle on purpose. Now, I've never done that, okay? I ain't trying to have my insurance all raised. This is back when I had a car. Rest in peace, Jordan. I miss my car so fucking much. <laughs> you know, so you just have to remember a few things while you're driving. So give, give other drivers a break, you know? Sometimes if someone is driving slow, keep in mind, they might not know where the fuck they are. They might be lost. Don't assume that they're driving slow just to piss you off. Also, don't tailgate people, okay? Don't do that. Don't do that. It's annoying as shit. Just keep a safe distance, you know, from the car in front of you, no matter how slow they might be driving. Just chill out. (laughs) Also, uh, aggressively and incessantly laying on your horn. Uh, Oh my God, I fucking hate people fucking do that. I hate it. I hate it because, you know, just laying on your horn is not going to solve any problems. All you're going to do is piss off everybody else around you and spread your anger disease. That's what you're going to do. Also, uh, hand gestures. Maybe don't flick people off. I know it's hard to do because people are assholes, but try not to do that. Okay. (laughs) I'm here to help you guys. Okay. Don't rush. Cool off. You know what I'm saying? And try not to murder people as you're driving. Just don't do that. That's all I'm asking. It really is. All right, so why don't we go ahead and jump into it? You know, let's let's discuss some road rage. Like, I, I know in my life that I, I have definitely lost it on people while driving. I, I know I have. I've never followed anyone home or anything like that. But I will throw up the strongest, most sturdy middle finger you've ever seen, if deemed necessary. I, I would just, just, just sturdy. <laughs> Boop. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, let's play a game, guys. If this is you, when you get pissed off behind the wheel, I want you to put a finger down for each of these things that you've actually done. To so hold up 10 fingers, and every time I mention something that you've done, put a finger down. Okay. If, if you're really um, into TikTok, you've, you've seen this put a finger down challenge before. This is the podcast edition, <laughs> road rage podcast edition. Okay, so the first one is if you've done this, put one of your fingers down, yelling at yourself in the car with your windows rolled up. Number two, uh, hitting the steering wheel with your hands. Put a finger down if you've done that. Three, give someone the middle finger. Put a finger down if you've done that. If you gave somebody the middle finger. Four, follow the person who pissed you off. Like, legit, just follow them wherever, wherever they're going. Number five, pull up next to the car and shout at them. All right, put a finger down if you've done that. Number six, laugh out of frustration. Number seven, get out of the car and go towards the other car and scream. Actually, exit your car. And scream at them. Number eight, attack the other driver's car. Number nine, speed off to pass the annoying driver 
Have you done that? Speed off just to, just to piss them off? <laughs> and the last one, you do absolutely nothing. You've never, you don't do anything. <laughs> you, know, you know, you just kind of sit there and you're just like, well, well, that sucked. That moment sucked. So I guess what I'll do is I'll just go about my business and about my day and fucking forget about it. So when after playing this game myself, I was left with three fingers. We're not going to discuss what I did or didn't do. That's none of your business. Uh, tweet me uh, the number of fingers you have left up. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay. Uh, what's, what is it? Oh, it's pro silly. Um, at it's pro silly. I-T-S-P-R-O. Then the word silly. That's our Twitter. I want to know how many fingers you had left. Okay, let's get to these road race stories. Nothing, nothing like chaos to entertain us, right? So the, the first one is, um, it's a nice little toe dip. It's a nice little toe dip into the, into the story of rage, if you will. Uh, <laughs> all right. So it says here, I saw a guy get so mad at another driver that he got out of his car and charged towards the other guy's car furiously and then just smashed the banana that he was eating uh, right onto the window. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, Okay, that's a waste of potassium. Okay, also bananas smearing on anything, especially glass, uh, it's dangerous. It's gonna really fuck up your 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 sight there. Okay, that's gonna cause more 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 road problems down the road. And I have to be honest, I would have lost my fucking mind had someone smeared a banana on my windshield. I that shit is disrespectful as fuck, and I probably would have open hand slapped that person. I'm saying probably. I don't know. It depends on who the person is. <laughs> at least I definitely would have wanted to. Good, good Lord. So let's go ahead and look at story number two. This was probably one of my favorites that I came across. Uh, this dad was on his shit. You know, don't be pulling out guns unless you are prepared to use it, especially uh, around a parent who's trying to protect their kids. Okay. Professionally silly life rules. I am trying to keep y'all motherfuckers safe because the things that people go off on, you know, during these, uh, during, during these stories or just during annoying times of life in general, it's usually not even that big of a deal. You're just so angry and you don't want to back down. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. Anyway, let's go ahead and take a look at this story here. It says it was my freshman year in high school and my dad was driving my twin brother and I to school. My younger brother, who was three at the time was also in the truck. So my dad could drop him off at daycare. We're rolling down the outer road at 40 miles an hour. And this car comes blasting over the hill at light speed. So my dad floats onto the shoulder and lets this tard fly by. He literally says this tard <laughs> fly by. My dad gives him the stink eye when he passes and then re-enters the lane and, and on we go. A half mile up the road, there is a four-way intersection and we pull up right behind the car that passed us. The guy immediately sees this and hangs his left hand out of the window. No big deal except he's holding a gun, staring at my dad in the mirror and shaking the gun up and down. We're trapped behind, we're trapped by cars behind us and I can see the terror and rage swell within my father in an instant. He throws his, his truck in four-wheel drive and stomps it, ramming the car in front of us. The guy drops the gun out the window and my dad keeps it floored, pushing the car out into the intersection, throws the truck in park, gets out, grabs the gun and throws it into the bushes and then let the beat down commence. My dad is an electrical engineer, very smart, very quiet, very nice. But on that day, he was a destroyer of men and cars. <laughs> what the entire fuck? <laughs> All that for what? I mean... <laughs> He pulled over to let him by, pulled over to the damn shoulder, bro, pulled to the side of the road to let that idiot go by. Or as the person who wrote this, this uh, story shared with us, he pulled over and let the tard go by like, and you still act like an asshole and then show off your gun. What the absolute fuck? Okay. And you know, good job, dad. Good for you for protecting your kids because they're, there was honestly no telling what could have happened if he decided to use that gun. So dad used his truck to disarm a guy who had a gun. Technically, when you think about it, 
that's uh pretty dope as fuck <laughs> can you when those kids got to school that day they had a lot to talk about my dad you know there's no way they didn't tell all their friends about this it's crazy so he i mean he got rid of he got rid of um of his got rid of the gun and then he beat this dude's ass i'm for it i mean it is what it is you know <laughs> I, it's always the nice ones that you have to look out for you know we 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 also have breaking points man and when we reach it honey look out look out look out we go the fuck off okay we go off don't mess with nice or quiet people they will fuck you up it's as simple as that oh man so this this next one is uh, is coming from someone who saw road rage in progress <laughs> the difference between the story in the last one and this one is that the guy who pulled the gun well, he actually used it. So uh, let's dig in, shall we? It says here, all right, so I'm driving down I-24 at Kentucky several years back. I like to take it easy when on long road trips, so I usually drive close to the speed limit and just cruise in the right lane without having to deal with passing people all the time. So there's a semi-truck in front of me that is constantly changing lanes and adjusting speeds, which is, which is kind of which is kind of fucking with my rhythm <laughs> seconds before I put on my turn signal to blow by him. The SUV behind me has had enough beats me to the punch and goes for it. I guess the semi decides this decides this just isn't going to happen. And literally lane changes just enough to straddle both lanes and block the pass. The dude in the SUV loses his shit. He rolls up on the shoulder and you can see him roll down his window and start screaming at the truck driver. As I watch in a kind of a mesmerized amazement of this unfolding right in front of me in the idyllic green woods of Kentucky, good Lord, he is hella descriptive. I see a shotgun barrel poke out of the truck, uh, out of the trucker's window and blast out the back passenger window of the SUV. Holy shit. Brake screech. Vehicles swerve and the U and the SUV disappears off the road and down the nearest exit, assuming to call the cops and change his pants. The trucker rolls up his window, moves back into the right lane and continues on like nothing happened. I ride in silence for several more miles before exiting the before exiting to get gas and to put a healthy distance between myself and the trucker because I'm sure as fuck not going to be passing him now. Uh, wow. I'm. I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not really sure what I would have done. I, I know I definitely wouldn't get physically involved because, you know, shotgun. <laughs> this is a prime example on how shit can go left hella quick in a situation like this. That guy came super close to, be, to being the one who was shot at. It just so happens that someone else passed the, that jackass driver first. Now, I don't know a whole lot about guns, but I do know the shotgun blast. The, the little pellets that come out, depending, it can be bird shot, another kind of shot. I don't know. There's different things, but they kind of spread, you know what I mean? And uh, to be honest with you, a shotgun works best a little closer. Like you're not going to get an accurate shot on a shotgun from a, from a long distance, but those pellets, they spread. So there's a good chance you can get hit. You know, I'm hoping that there was nobody in the passenger seat of that car. Cause my assumption is the glass maybe slowed down those shotgun pellets, but I mean, the guy who saw it d d doesn't really know what happened afterward. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is just some scary shit. He just came really close to being the one who was shot at. Plus, he was driving a semi-truck, changing lanes wildly and blocking people on the road so no one could pass him. Then, And then you get pissed that someone else was able to pass you. So clearly, uh, the sane thing to do at this point is fire a shotgun at someone. I, I mean, that's clearly what you should be doing. Yeah, I would have definitely taken that very next exit, but I do think I probably would have called the police too. You know what I mean? Because that dude, he could have killed someone and clearly he doesn't need to be on the road shooting at people. And that's, that's my opinion. And, uh, I hope they caught that asshole. I bet you 50, I bet you 50 bucks that that dude did not have a license to carry. He just had a shotgun. Fucking Kentucky. Dumb and Busted has been called, quote, one of America's greatest treasures by three out of three hosts of the show. 
Dumb and Busted is a weekly true crime comedy podcast with stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes. Comedian Hunter Donaldson has hailed it as the greatest thing to come out of Portland since comedian Hunter Donaldson, who is me, also hosts the show. Podcasters Allison Copeland and Hannah Ether praise Dumb and Busted as, quote, found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just more rave reviews from two other people who host the show. Catch us every Thursday and follow us at Dumb and Busted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Crime you later! you guys but uh i love me some instant karma yes i do when people get what's coming to them and you're there to witness it mm, that's better than a warm honey bun and y'all know i like me some warm honey buns and if you didn't you do now <laughs> let's go on to the next story so this one reads my dad and i were driving home and we get cut off by a guy we were shaken but changed lanes and hope we never see him again a few minutes later we passed the guy in the opposite lane And the driver and his wife, or girlfriend, I'm assuming, starts taunting us. Both cars have their windows down, so my dad stares straight ahead, flips him off, and drives away. A few minutes later, my dad looks in his rear view to see the car is approaching us, to see the car is approaching us, with the woman hanging out of the window holding some kind of tool. It looked like a hammer, and my dad started to get freaked out. We took the next exit and the guy flew past it so we thought we were safe. But as we were on the off-ramp at the red light, we see the guy pull to the shoulder, back up on the freeway to exit, and drive up. The light turned green and there were a lot of cars between us and we booked it. About 10 minutes later, we see this guy still behind us. We get stuck at a red light with him right behind us. He parks the car, walks toward the driver's side, and starts kicking my dad's door, screaming at my dad to open the door. Screaming at my dad to open the door, you fucking pussy. <laughs> and kept kicking. We were facing north, and in the eastbound side of the ro- in the eastbound side of the road is a bike cop who sees what's going on. He hits his lights and sirens and heads over. The guy kicking my dad's door sees this, screams "fuck." and runs towards his car. He didn't make it. He gets arrested with his girlfriend slash wife screaming, let him go, he was just playing. (laughs) As well as calling my dad every name in the book. Wow. That is hilarious. First of all, Odu cut them off. So what the fuck was he so upset about? You you got ahead, which was what you wanted. So what's the problem? I, I get why the dad flipped him off, I probably would have too, if I'm being honest with you. Also, that bitch he called the girlfriend or wife or whatever the fuck she was, uh, would have would would have just gone home uh, with a swollen as fuck ass eye, uh, as she tried me. Okay, ass whooping time. Understand? I could use the cardio. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> oh, and the fact that uh, that he blocked them in so they couldn't get away, is 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 fucked up. <laughs> it, I don't know, dude. I just. I intend to do you harm and I don't want you to get away. Like that's, that's what having a fucking hammer says. That's what kicking the side of someone's car says. That's what yelling says. You know what I'm saying? Also, 
his bitch ass uh, would be paying for the damage he had done to my car. I hate to say it, but I probably would have opened the door. But I'm I'm a hot headed idiot though. So <laughs> the fact that it was a that it was a motorcycle cop that arrested this guy is somehow hilarious, and I, I can't explain why it's so funny. I, I guess it's just random as fuck. I guess it probably would have been even more random if the cop was like on a horse. You know, <laughs> you know those cops you see in horses. That'd have been dope. Uh, also, what the fuck is up with the girlfriend talking about? Let him go. He was just playing. Who the fuck plays like that? No one. No one I know. I mean, he's he's lucky that the driver that he approached didn't have a gun because it would have uh, it would have been within the driver's rights, depending on the state that this happened in, to shoot his ass. So that occurred. Oh man! All right, let's go on to the next story. I've got another instant karma road rage story. Because Karma's a bitch and she loves to make an appearance every now and then. Yes, she does. So (laughs) let's go and take a look at this next one. Yesterday, I was driving back home from work and I was going down a single lane stretch of road. The speed limit is 35, but since since there are wide lanes and usually no cops, I was going 40. After a while, I noticed a lifted red Dodge Ram barreling towards me in my rearview mirror. He was going at least 60 miles an hour. I decided to humor him and go 50, which is 15 over what I should be doing. Of course, Mr. Dodge doesn't think this is fast enough, so he starts riding my ass. With probably a foot of distance between us, he keeps speeding up, leaning to the left as if he's trying to pass me, and generally being an ass. This goes on for about three miles, and at that point, I was considering pulling into the gas station or something, just to let this guy by. But then I noticed I was approaching the area where the road becomes two lanes just before a three-way stoplight. I know this intersection because there's always a cop hiding behind a car wash, hiding behind the car wash after the intersection. So as I approached the red light, I slowed down to 35, utterly pissing off my tailgater. As soon as he reaches the two-lane split, he guns it past me and then slams in his brakes placing him next to me at the stoplight. Now, at this point, I'm sure that this asshole has no idea that there's a cop up ahead and that he's only concentrated on gunning it as soon as the light turns green. So here's my revenge moment. I wait until the opposing cars are finished making their left turn (laughs) with our red light still on. I lurch forward about five feet. Mr. Dodge takes the bait and sees my movement as a sign that the light has turned green and it has it and it hasn't. He floors it, tire screeching, smoke billowing right through the red light. About 500 feet later, the hidden Ford Explorer cruiser turns on their lights and pulls them right over. I drive the rest of the, the rest of the way home with a grin on my face. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Damn right. First of all, I hate it when someone tailgates me so close and and makes me feel like I need to speed up. I fucking hate that. Like that shit gives me anxiety. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So when things like that happen to me, I tend to not speed up just because somebody else wants me to. Like if they want to go around me, they can totally do that. That's up to them. I'm not going to put my life in danger just because you're in a rush to get to the McDonald's drive through. I'm not doing that. And (laughs) I'm just not. And I just love the fact that all you like all you have to do is like remember that there's always a cop over there just waiting to get people tickets you just have to remember that i love the fact that he remembered that you know what i mean so there are there are certain areas in your city i'm sure that you know that police like to hide and conduct that speed trap shit there i mean (laughs) there's always a spot everybody knows that one spot and i love how he fooled that guy into thinking uh that the light had turned green like he was just being an asshole Yeah, take that, Mr. Dodge. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) It's just crazy because all he had to do was be patient and wait. And then he would not have been pulled over by the police and definitely paying what I can only assume a hefty ticket fine. Running a red light is dangerous as fuck, I feel like. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not a professional, but it seems dangerous. Next up, we have an interesting one, and I think... This one might actually be my favorite of all these stories because it <laughs> and this one, our protagonist, if you will, uh, is carrying his own instant karma and you guys are, you're going to love it. You're going to love this one. Okay. It reads, 
I worked as a, as a security guard for a gold mine in California. As part of my gear, I carried a 357, a baton, handcuffs, reloaders, and pepper spray. I was on my way home when I pulled up to the intersection at the very edge of town. The cross streets were two lanes with left turn with with a left turning lane. There is a line painted on the road that shows just how far you can pull up and not be blocking the intersection. I was pulling up to the left to the left turning lane and hadn't even gotten to the stop line when the guy on my right turned left to get onto the street that I was on. As he made his turn, he cut it sharp to where his car rolled over part of my left turn lane and he almost struck me. While waiting for the light, I heard brakes squeal. I looked in the mirror and saw this guy get out of his car, go to his trunk, and pull out a tire iron. He was about 200 feet away, and he started heading for my car. I hopped out with all my gear on. I had a badge, gun, baton, and I looked like law enforcement from a distance. I asked him, do we have a problem? <laughs> While resting my hand on my revolver, I asked him again, do we have a problem? He stopped looked me up and down and his eyes got big he said uh no no sir we we do not he said he turned around walked to his car threw the tire iron in the back seat and peeled out probably went home to change his underwear <laughs> that is in fucking sane i love it it's a good thing that he still had his work clothes on i mean <laughs> but he had an entire utility belt at his side you know pepper spray the baton he had a 357 and I'm assuming that that's a, there's a 357 Magnum. I don't know a lot about guns, but I, I do know they go boom and you shouldn't play with them. So, <laughs> and he said it was a revolver. So I think revolvers, they, they're not automatics or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're pretty nice guns. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. But I, I guess, I guess you should never, you know, I don't know, bring a tire iron to a gunfight. Maybe that wasn't the best way to do that. <laughs> That's my assumption anyway. But that whole, do we have a problem, buddy? Like that line is golden. Okay, it's golden. It, 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 is it just me or does it sound like something Clint Eastwood or Jason Statham would say? Oh, I love Jason Statham. He's fire. Dude is awesome as fuck. But I, <laughs> you, you know, Jason Statham, the dude who was on um, Transporter. Ah, oh, best movies ever. Tra the Transporter series. Love it. But I really like the one that Jason was in because, you know, he's a shit. So the first Transporter is my favorite. <laughs> Moving on. But I, I used to actually do security work sometimes. I would have I would have to run errands sometimes right after work. And I would be in my uniform and I'd have like uh, two pairs of cuffs. Um, um, one was one was a uh, chain uh, chain and linked. And the other one um, was um, I'm losing my train of thought. What do you call the. Uh, uh, I need this coffee. Hold on. Let me sip this. I'm losing. Mm. God bless coffee. One was linked and one was chained. Anywho, uh, that's what I use my cuffs for. So I used to have to subdue people sometimes or wait for the police to show up or what have you. But that's what I used to do. I also had uh, a retractable nightstick and a really large flashlight, like the kind of flashlight you can use as a weapon. It was like big as shit. Pepper spray and a taser. All of that rested on my utility belt. All of that. So I, I looked like a sexy lady cop, you know what I'm saying? Now, this is back when I was about 3,000 pounds lighter and about 13,000 decades younger. Uh, <laughs> these days, I get winded getting off the toilet, okay? In, in my defense, I put a lot of work on that toilet, okay? You, you ain't gonna come for me, bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, whenever I went somewhere in public in my all-black security outfit with my utility belt on... I'm sure people assumed that I was a police officer as well. Uh, and I never corrected them, you know, but I also never said that I was either. People tend to treat you a little differently when you're in uniform. You know, there's a certain confidence that comes behind wearing one, if that makes any sense. But I'm, I'm sure you guys definitely, I mean, I'm sure that guy definitely uh, shit his pants. <laughs> like the moment he realized who he was picking a fight with. You know, people will always talk shit about Florida and all the craziness that goes on there. But if I'm being completely honest with you, California is full of crazy people too, okay? I would be lying if I said I have not come across a lot of strange-ass people here in Los Angeles. 
I mean, Florida does tend to have uh, first place for all the weirdos, but the guy with the tire iron definitely pulled a Florida move, I feel like. And California is coming in, if not in first place, but a close second to, 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 to the crazy. You know what I'm saying? Florida, we're coming after your, we're coming after your title. All right. So let's go ahead and check out the next story here. We're about two more stories away and then I'll share, you know, my road rage experience, if you will. <laughs> so this, uh, this one, it reads living in and around big cities, you tend to encounter weird people and scenarios more often than you would like. Uh, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> it's a perfect way to start the story. They're exactly right. One day, I was filling up on gas off the freeway in Seattle when two cars pull up and the drivers start yelling at each other. I figured that it was probably some road rage and decided to keep a close eye in case someone had a weapon, but continued on largely ignoring it. The two drivers got out and started arguing about who cut who off with, fl- with flailing arms and all. Nothing special about this. Until the guy, who was apparently cut off, dropped his pants and began to aggressively jerk himself off in the direction of the other driver. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, like not just cupping his junk. This man was going off like there was no tomorrow. I've never seen a more impressive, impressive intimidation tactic. In fact, Forgetting the fact that I just saw a man violently whip it out to have a jerk session. I was in absolute awe of the man. The other driver just got in his car and left, as I did. Frankly, I wish I could forget the I wish I could forget that I saw what I did. I didn't mention it to anyone except a couple of friends because seriously, how do you bring this up in conversation? But man, that's one hell of a way to end an argument. <laughs> Honestly, I have no words. <laughs> I forgot that, that 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 I had chosen this story until I just read it again. I had I had to I remember when I first read it, I had to double check and make sure that I was reading everything correctly cuz I have a very dirty mind and I was like there is no way that I'm making this up in my head. No, he this dude is masturbating. Like <laughs> it just never occurred to me that uh, masturbation was a great way to end an argument. I, <laughs> to be honest, have you, I mean, have you, <laughs> have any of you guys tried this tactic, this tactic before? I mean, be honest. Have you, have you just whipped it out and just started aggressively masturbating just to end an argument? Have you ever done that? I just want to know. Tweet me. 
<laughs> and don't lie. <laughs> but if you can imagine, you know, being the person who's witnessing this dude whip his dick out and then go to town in front of you in order to win an argument, that is insane as fuck. I think we, I think we really did find ourselves another Pornhub category. I think. <laughs> Let's go on to our, let's go on to our last road rage story before I share my own. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh God. That was random and hilarious. So let's go ahead and uh, move on to our last road rage story before I share mine. I was slowing for a red light when a car passed me and ran the red, but in the process, the car tagged the motorcycle that was driving through the intersection. The rider and bike was thrown quite a distance, but luckily the rider got up, took off his gloves, and threw them to the ground as he headed for the car that had hit him. You could see that the bike rider was clearly way above mad. He took off his leather jacket and threw it down as he approached the car. He was furious. As he continued to approach the car, you could hear the profanity he was hurling at the driver of the car. The the driver opens up the door and steps out, And it was a cute young blonde who was clearly shaken and the rider stopped in his tracks and walked over to her and began to console her. The bike was forgotten in an instant. (laughs) I love it. I do. Oh, (laughs) at least he saw how scared she was. But you know what? She, she might've been like fine as fuck. I mean, she might've been attractive as hell. I mean, think about it. He was knocked off his motorcycle and damn near killed and he's ready to fight. He is ready for the fight of his life until he sees his woman get out of her car. I mean, she must have been a bombshell to immediately forgive someone for almost killing you. Okay? Uh, Hot chicks get away with everything. He would have beat the shit out of my ugly ass. would have beat the shit out of my ugly ass it's (laughs) oh my god yeah i need i need to get on the on the hot chick on the hot chick shit because uh they get away with everything like (laughs) they do like they get away with everything wow i wonder if his bike was totaled i don't know i i just don't think i would have consoled her after almost killing me i i I don't know i don't know story shall we (laughs) so when I was in college my mom came to visit me for spring break I believe or maybe it was Christmas break I don't know and I was going to school in Savannah State at Savannah State University at the time and this is in Savannah Georgia so anyways we decided to go to the mall to do some shopping and then grab some lunch afterward and when we went to the mall parking lot we found the space that was about I would say two or three spaces from the handicap space so we were pretty close to the building So my mom, she began to turn her SUV that she drove at the time into the parking space when her entire, like after her entire front half of the SUV was about halfway into the space, we heard someone laying on their horn and I turned around to look out the back window and I noticed that there was a couple sitting in their tiny little bitch car honking their horn at us and um, it was a young white couple, most likely in their early 20s about to guess. And I only mentioned the race because of how they treated us at this moment. It felt like their minds, like in their minds, they were better than my mother and myself. They spoke down to us. They used profanity. 
you know, <laughs> in, in all, they disrespected my mother as if we were beneath them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I look, homie, don't play that. All right. So my mother continues to pull her SUV into the parking spot and decides to wait until they pull off before she gets out of the car, which was probably the smart thing to do, if I'm being honest, but not me. <laughs> I took off my seatbelt, got out of the car and I went the fuck off. I certainly did. Both of these little bitches called me and most importantly, my mother out of our names. Uh, I believe the word bitch was thrown around a couple of times. And let me tell you something, no one will disrespect my mother in my fucking presence. Understand that. And if, <laughs> if I hear that you did that shit and I wasn't there, we're still going to have a conversation. Understand this. Okay. So when I got out of the truck, the woman is in the passenger seat and the guy is in the driver's seat and they both look super surprised that I got out the car. They start yelling things at me saying that we took their, their parking space and blah, 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 you know, just, just <laughs> white anger. And, um, which didn't make any sense because the entire front portion of my mother's uh, truck was already inside the space when they pulled up. So I would, were they going to expect us to back out of the space and then give it to them? Uh, no. And I, I remember that the, um, the woman in the passenger seat saying that we drove, that they, that they, she said that they drove around to get to the space or something like that. I don't know. Maybe they saw it from afar and thought nobody was going to get it. I don't know. To which I responded, that's not my fucking problem. Because at this point they had already called my mom, my mom a bitch and just assumed that I would allow them to speak to her or me in that fashion. Um, no motherfucker, you're wrong. <laughs> no bitch. No. So I stupidly, <laughs> and I cannot say this enough. I stupidly went over to the driver's side where the man was sitting and I started banging on this window with my hand saying, get the fuck out of the car. Because at this point I'm furious. I'm furious. I'm just furious at this point, you know? And I felt like I had to defend my mother. It was, it was so weird because he seemed confused as to why I was coming to him instead of his girlfriend, you know? And it was crazy because at that time I was, I was into mixed martial arts and boxing, you know, and I, I, and I already knew if something was going to happen, I needed to take out the biggest threat at that time, which was him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that's what my mind was thinking, you know, but, uh, because we, because when I, when I got out of the car, his girlfriend seemed to fall into her seat. Like she was afraid to roll her window down and get out of the car, I guess. You know, nothing is more terrifying than an angry black woman. Let's be honest. That's terrifying. So <laughs> the guy in the driver's seat was cursing at me through his closed window because he was a huge fucking pussy. Uh, and to be honest with you at this point, I have no idea where my mother is. I I'm assuming that she's watching all this happen from the car. I don't know. <laughs> you know, cause she's not really saying anything except for Amber. Let's just go. And I was like, no, I'm going to wait for them to drive away and get that license plate. And they do anything to the car after we go inside, we're going to call the cops and fuck these bitches and blood. You know, I'm just going the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, <laughs> I called the male uh, driver uh, a little bitch. Um, I called him a huge gaping pussy, uh, cavernous even. And I think I may have, may have. Uh, mentioned that his girlfriend also had a cavernous pussy because she was such a whore. I was very upset. <laughs> you know, I may or may have not asked them if they shared tampons because her boyfriend's a little bitch. I may have said that. We're no, we don't need to get into that. We don't need to get into that. I, I even went as far, so far as to telling them that they, and yeah, I even went as, uh, so far as to tell them that the, they had not insulted my mother that if they had not insulted my mother, they probably wouldn't even be in this situation. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was pissed. So because <laughs> look, when it comes to my parents, my family or anyone that I care for, may God have mercy on your fucking soul. If you try to, if you try anything, anything, like if you, if you try anything, you know what I'm saying? To hurt my family or people I care about while you're near me. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't even form a sentence. I, I will destroy you. <laughs> you will be destroyed. Anyway, uh, both these little bitches eventually pulled off and my mom and I, you know, we, we went to grab lunch at Ruby Tuesdays because you know, it was, it was, it was there and I, I like Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> I do. But yeah, that was, um, that was a very interesting fucking time. Cause what I did 
was extremely stupid in hindsight. I was a lot younger at this time and I allowed my emotions to make my decisions for me, you know, and, and if we're being honest, that's pretty much what road, what road rage is, you know, it's acting on, on fleeting emotions. Sometimes we need to stop and ask ourselves in this moment, you know, is it really worth it? Is this worth it? You know what I mean? Is this moment, is this the moment that I truly need to put my, myself in unknown danger? Is this really that moment? Because for all we know, that couple could have had, uh, could have been the next Bonnie and Clyde. Maybe they just serial killed a bunch of bitches that we don't even know about. I don't know them and they don't know me. I could have been a serial killer for all they know. Yeah, I'm not just throwing that out there. I'm not a serial killer. But the guy could have had a gun under his seat or the girl could have had a, could have been batshit crazy and slit my throat with a pair of keys. I don't know her life, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's the entire point. We don't know what could happen. We aren't, we, we really aren't aware how far someone else is willing to go when they're upset or when they're furious. So don't be a dumbass like me and get out of the car, which I will admit I've gotten out of the car on people several times in my driving career. And I probably will not practice what I'm preaching and I'll fucking do it again, <laughs> especially if it involves someone that I care for, especially my parents. I, <sighs> the thought of it is making me upset. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm your host, Taylor Renee. And I'm Isaiah. We're back. We're still fat and we still have fucking opinions. And I also struggle with skinny jeans specifically because a lot of times men's skinny jeans, the calf to ankle ratio on skinny jeans is really important. If you have to constantly tell someone that you're not a liar, mm. chances are you lie a lot. So I could see how you would get to, if you have to constantly say you love your body, chances are you don't love it. Mm. But you also have to think about how large bodies are seen in society right. and how we would need to kind of overcompensate with mm -hmm. us telling you that we do love our bodies because it's hard to believe at first. It's not my goal to inconvenience you by being fat. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to make that clear. It's like when you have leftovers in the fridge and you come home from work ready to eat your leftovers just to find out that that bitch-ass nigga sleeping in your bed ate your leftovers. I want to say shake and go wigs. You know, when it says it on the package that you take it out and you shake it and then you go, does that say mean that you should do that? It means that you, you know, should put some time and energy into crafting this wig so that it feels good and it looks good on your head. Welcome to Fat People with Opinions, bitch. You shouldn't ever call me a fat-ass Kelly Price. Man, if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's people are out of their fucking minds, okay? And will try to hurt you over stupid shit. Like professionally silly life rules, guys. I'm trying to keep you safe. <laughs> Shout out to uh, to Aquora.com, Reddit, and uh, mandatory.com for the crazy road rage stories and shout out to youtube for the audio clips of people raging that you heard in this episode if you've got uh, your own road rage story please email them to me at it's professionally silly at gmail.com or maybe you have another story that you would like to share but i tell you what there is definitely going to be a part two of these road rage stories there's no way i, I don't hit on this again <laughs> but I do cover a lot of topics here, so there's always room for whatever kind of stories that you guys want to share. Uh, make sure you let me know in the email if you would like to be anonymous or not. I want to go ahead and shout out to my loyal returning listeners. You guys, you guys are dope as fuck because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't keep going on with this podcast. You guys made me feel like it's um, it's worth all the all the research and the writing and all the hard work that goes into making this. So you guys, you guys made me feel awesome. So thank you. <laughs> I honestly, I can't wait to, uh, for the pro silly listeners to grow. Like I'm super excited for the podcast. I feel like we're, we're doing pretty good. We're doing, we're growing slowly, but we're growing surely. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's great as fuck. I can't wait to earn some more, some new listeners. I'm really, I'm really excited about that. Speaking of which, um, don't forget to leave me a five-star rating and written review on Apple podcast, uh, to help me get a little closer to my goal. And um, actually, actually, uh, there is a review that I want to share with you guys. You know, I'm Shane. I don't, I don't get a lot of them. So when I get them, I love to share them with you. This is coming from uh, Miss Tiffany. Um, and this was not too long ago. And the title is, You Are Totally Beautiful and Wicked. I love it. I'm, a, uh, I'm assuming she's from the, Euro the Europe area, maybe the UK. Because 
I have not heard a lot of people in America use the term wicked. So that makes me think maybe she's um, from the UK or something like that. Anyways, it says, you are totally fine and wicked. I love your podcast. First time hearing it. And so glad I got to hear your voice uh, during the, during the Corona Karen life. (laughs) I feel like you are totally being slept on and need to be heard. You have a radio and online radio personality and voice so glad to have oh and voice there was no period there so she says you have um you have a radio and online radio personality and voice period (laughs) so glad to have been a fan and admirer since between women uh sammy love you that's my kitty cat that she's talking about (laughs) happy you're in la hope to get to meet you and maybe Maybe come to one of your to one maybe come to your paranormal activity show. XOXO Lovely Hill. Hey, Tiffany, I appreciate you writing uh, writing me and I apologize for uh, stumbling over your words. You need some you need some punctuations in that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I appreciate it. I'll make sure I tell Sammy hello. It's my kitty cat. And she was talking about a web series I did called Between Women a uh, long time ago. I would say about 45 pounds ago (laughs) I did a lesbian web series that was on YouTube it's still there actually between women TV if you want to check it out you can and uh, I played a um a lesbian character named Sunny who had never just was new to being gay never kissed a girl haven't had sex with one haven't dated one not even out it was a very fun uh show that we did so if you want to go ahead and check out between women tv be sure you check it out check out all their social medias that they have you know what i mean so that'd be awesome um let's go ahead because you know what time it is it's that psc baby that podcast shout out corner i've got a um a new podcast that i want to shout out it's not new to me but it may be new to you it's called weird af news hosted by comedian Jonesy. Love him. Uh, he covers weird, weird news five days a week. And, uh, the best part is my opinion is Friday because Friday, all they do is talk about Florida. And I mean, let's be honest, weird shit does occur, does occur there. We've discussed a lot of weird, uh, news stories from Florida on this podcast before ourselves. So, <laughs> but he discusses random stories like, uh, like this one, for instance, Florida man stole cat blood. Yeah a cat's like cat's blood mm-hmm. yep uh black licorice overdose kills man mm-hmm. or how about this this headline uh, man arrested for stealing hundreds of flip-flops to have sex with yeah so get your weird news <laughs> with weird af news with jonesy i promise you you will enjoy it uh, in other news that isn't weird I've got a P.O. box as well. I want to go ahead to let you guys know about that so you can snail mail me if you'd like to. P.O. box 29892, Los Angeles, California, 9029. So feel free to uh, to call in about any episode of the Professionally Silly uh, podcast that you've heard through the Anchor app, or you can call slash text my Google Voice number for a chance to be featured on the podcast. 805-664-1828. And by the way, all this information, uh, my mailing address and my Google voice number, all that is down below in the show notes. Speaking of Google voice uh, number, I did receive a text message that I want to share with you guys. Uh, let me pull it up. Here it is. Okay. It says, Hey Amber, it's Dimples. I'm sending you something via Amazon for you to try. It'll be delivered between October 3rd and 6th. Love you and all your hard work. First of all, thanks, Dimples. And I know who Dimples is because she uh, comes in a lot of my lives, my Periscope lives and supports my podcast and YouTube channel. So I, uh, I'm familiar with that with that name. So uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Dimples. I appreciate you. For everyone else, uh, be sure to follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O. S-I-L-L-Y pictures um, and, uh, and and even video pertaining to this uh, episode will be up on the Instagram page which is also uh, it's pro silly so make sure you go ahead and check that out tweet me on Twitter and uh, share your pants your, your pants share your opinions <laughs> of my older and my newer episodes and once again check out the show notes for all the uh, bonus information that you need like my social media my TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and two YouTube channels. Yeah. 
and the other the um one of my youtube channels was called professionally silly and the other one is called paranormal blacktivity and uh tiffany when she left her podcast review she mentioned that that she said that she would love to come to one of my paranormal activity shows um you never know and i'm thinking about doing that i'm thinking about every now and then meeting up with a uh you know with a with a subscriber or supporter or more than one and doing some paranormal blacktivity videos i don't know I don't know. There's a lot of things that we can do. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. Look, look, your girl is chasing a lot of dreams. Okay. And I hope one day I can catch at least one of those bad boys. (laughs) All right. Once again, guys, I'm your audible booth thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to this professionally silly station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there are pieces of shit everywhere.